Welcome to Atlanta, jacking hammers and bows. Back to the mackin' and jacking the clothes. Adolescents packing a foe. A knock on the door. Who is it? I would happen to know the one with the flow. Who did it? It was me, I suppose. JD in the rolls and looters in the cut supreme. Skating down old Nat, got tucked and lean. I split your spleen as matter you never tell me when you start recording. Episode 55. I meant to do some more research on a good 55. I know Derek Brooks off the top of my head. That's pretty much it. Jawan Bentley? Fat basketball players. Who? Jawan Bentley? I don't know who I that think. is. Uh, Patriots linebacker? I don't know who that is. Current player? Yeah. Oh, don't know who it is. I'm going to slip my mind. Um, oh, Eric dude. Williams. Old school Celtics. Oh, Eric great Williams. call. Great call. Um, ugly looking guy. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, you sure you don't mean Fonsworth Bentley? The guy who used to follow around Outcast with the umbrella. <laughs> or did he? Uh, he did look like a linebacker. I think he was more of a star backer. <laughs> An all pro first ballot star backer. Yeah. Um, just I'm dancing everywhere with his umbrella. I'm not quite sure what the guy's doing right now. I bet we could get him on the show. <laughs> I bet his cameo is like under a hundred bucks. Fonzworth Bentley? Yeah, is he doing something? Oh, I, I would a hundred percent disagree. You think he's too good for us? I, I feel like he's he probably surprisingly has like half a million followers. And is too On, good for cameo. Really? I think so. I'm sure he's still friends That'd with That'd be an like interesting over under five hundred K on IG. <laughs> Either that or or he doesn't have social media because those guys are kind of old. Mm. Sorry, yeah. Andre. Anyway, let's get right into it. Um, so we were going to do our Halloween special tonight, but I think we're going to save that as we get closer to Halloween, which is Saturday, which makes sense. Um, talk about some trick or treat, some Halloween, um, scary just stuff in general. Mm. It's often a good time every year to reminisce on things like that we got some good ideas uh, certainly do but um, well mine were yes um your ideas were certainly ideas um i'm not quite <laughs> sure if they're good or not. speaking of ideas i don't know if we've talked about have you have you listened to the kanye interview on rogan yet no I, i'll give it a <laughs> listen but <laughs> okay. i haven't i certainly suggest you do um we, we'll save that for a different different evening but uh that was an interesting three hours of consuming content for sure. I, I finished it up today. God damn. They actually it's, went that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if I can find Are you. Do you like your Rogan that. podcast? You were talking about that. I know this is unpopular, but no, not, not really. really. Yeah. I don't really know if I like him that much, but I think he has interesting guests. Yeah. And I would listen say, to it. I, I have listened mm-hmm. to him time yeah. to time for his guests, but never. Uh, for him. Yeah. That's how I kind of am with podcasts in general. Um, like interview type podcasts. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not the type of subscriber to Rogan where I, I have to listen to every episode. Like it's a new show coming out, but if I scroll through and see an interesting guest, I'll listen to it. Um, and he, he is good. Cause he does have a wide array of guests, obviously. Like he'll go from like someone like Kanye to a like philosopher or like some shit like that to a guy talking about like aliens. And have you listened say, like, to the episode with uh, Winston Churchill? No. <laughs> No, that would oh, be an old one. <laughs> that's on the Patreon. Real old one. Oh, yeah. got you. Um, but like as much as like, I, I hear a lot of people say like, okay, like, you know, the host isn't as important as the guest. I hate mm. to say it. We get those DMs all the time, obviously. Um, Getting one right is, now. 
he is he is a very good conversationalist. Like it is hard to go three hours with someone like and you'll if you listen to the Kanye, I'd say it's honestly like 90-10, like Kanye speaking versus Rogan. And at one point Kanye was even like it was even like like I just gotta ask you, like, how do you even like segue from what I just said like into your next question? <laughs> um oh. you hear me? Sorry. I can. Well, well, echoey. Sorry, I'm some technical difficulties. Um, hold us, hold with us for a moment, folks. Here we go. Can you hear me? All right? Yeah. Ugh, sorry. It's mistake Broke. number one for the show. Three strikes and I'm out. God, keep the score at home. Anyway, um, where was I? Yeah, Joe Rogan's a pretty successful podcast. I check it out if you haven't heard of it yet. But hmm. let's get into our podcast. Um, not much on the docket today outside of. We should probably touch on one of the crazier NFL Sundays in quite some time. Mm-hmm. And I think we had something to do with it. Uh, go ahead, buddy. You you put it out there earlier. Um, I don't think it's coincidental. You hate to like take credit prematurely, but it's not too mm-hmm. early now. That went down as a like you said as a fucking crazy ass Sunday for well, Halloween. Yeah, Which four of the games were within a possession. Oh no, I wasn't even thinking of the Sunday night game. Five of the games were were within one possession, and four of them came down to the final play. Mm. Possessions are intense of the law. And, yeah, and our friend um, slash... Friend. Yeah, slash... Very good friend. Probably probably recurring guest, if it it was up to him. Uh, It's up to us, though. So we'll we'll see if we can work him back in. But, yeah, Scott Hansen said it himself on... um, Probably around four fifteen, which is the conclusion of the witching hour, in his words, yep. Yep. that it was the the most insane wrap up <laughs> of those one o'clock games. And dude, I was pissed because I don't know if this happened to you, but my like the the cable light cut out. Um, I have the you know insider access to get the like I'd like the backup version if the natural feed cuts out i'm still able to see what he says the mm. cable cut out right when he said like hey like this is the craziest day i've had since like my great interview on the morse code podcast like a few days ago and yeah. then it cut right back in like right when he finished saying it and i was like of like, course I wish more people got to hear it you know it's murphy's <laughs> law like that's always how it's gonna go i was able to see it but my dvr cut out at that point yeah exactly that that's what Unfortunately, I assume the majority of our listeners had the same feed, so yeah, they didn't be able to see it. But anyway, but so, Scott, I, yeah. if you're listening and you have a copy, um, mm-hmm. you know my mailing address. You've already sent us like several presents and gifts Lots for uh, of stuff in the mail. <laughs> was not expecting that. <laughs> not at all. What a nice guy. All the way Very in nice uh, Culver City, California. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, where do you want to start from yesterday? You're right. I mean, the one o'clock. Let's start with the games. Um, let, let, let's get back on track here. Let's start with the games. Do you want to start locally with the Patriots or kind of in general with some of the crazy shit that went down, um, during that one o'clock to four o'clock game transition? I'll let you kind of take the wheel here. When you say games, do you mean the board games that we were talking about beforehand or, oh, sorry, sorry, football games. Certainly don't. The national football league contests. Gotcha. I thought (laughs) for anyone who doesn't know, Dan always has Parcheesi on his mind for some strange reason. And, and we're talking about this now because I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but I, the wide majority of NFL games are played on Sunday afternoon. Like, <laughs> wide majority, I've noticed. When, when did you notice it? Five minutes ago. I was going to say Sunday, but yeah. 
Uh, not until you brought it up again. <laughs> well, I was just, I was going to say, like, I was thinking back to last time we recorded was Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. I can't recall a game between then and Sunday prior to Sunday. So no. It could be a coincidence, but. I was going to say, do they do that on purpose or? I don't know. I don't know. You got Goodell's line. Yeah. That's why red zone's so great. Like scheduling conflict on scheduling conflict. Hmm. You need one place to go to see all of them. Where else would you rather go? Yeah, it's literally seven straight hours of whip around action. Commercial single, free. I didn't see a single commercial. Mm. I wasn't sold a goddamn thing for seven <laughs> hours in a row. Dude, I actually think, to be serious for one second, I don't mm-hmm. think that Scott Hansen likes commercials. Because there was one point, or if you notice throughout any of those seven hours on any Sunday, if... He's like kind of commentating the game over the actual original commentary. And then they start to cut to commercial. It always sounds like he's kind of impatient, like, okay, and I guess we're going to cut to commercial here. So we'll, we'll send it over to like fucking San Diego and the Browns or something like that. So it's like, he really, that man does not like interruptions. He, He I don't think he does well with, uh, without commercial free programming. I, I think he um, he was hired for a reason. Like yeah. he fits very specific. We're looking hey, for a specific type of guy here. Speaking of people that should be hired for a reason, Cam Newton was hired to play quarterback. Well, boy, and I don't think he's been Let's doing say, that. You brought it up, buddy. Let's go there. Um, that was a tough game to watch. As someone who likes field goals as much as I do. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, I am not enjoying watching this team because they refuse to score touchdowns. First, bro, time. I was thinking about this earlier. Like, I'm not being sarcastic. I can't picture the Patriots scoring a touchdown. Like, I just don't see it happening. They, I saw a hilarious stat today that said they've had one wide receiver catch a touchdown. When? Who? Nikhil Harry? Chiefs? No, who scored that, against the Chiefs? That must be it. I, I don't know who it was, but the fuck? I was, I, I'm not kidding. I was literally trying to off the top of my head remember the last time we scored a touchdown. Not this week. Not last week. The Chiefs game, they scored a touchdown. They had to have. Yeah. They had to have, too. Like, they, had have the two close. Zone, they had the two red zone snafus. <laughs> and then I think Stidham threw one. I think Stidham threw one to Harry. Yeah. Which, and that's it. very fluky. So, <laughs> yeah. so that shouldn't even count. I'm sorry, bro. Like, we've said it before. I've talked about it. I, I, I was actually thinking about going back to the archives. And I remember the first episode we recorded after signing Cam, talking about this offense. And I said, prior after to the Cam, Patriots signed Cam, correct? Not after we signed him to the show. This was, well, this was after we signed him, but it was also after he quit and signed with the Patriots. Got it. Um, but I was saying, like, there's this is legitimately, and I was going through every team in the NFL earlier today off the top of my head. This has to be on paper. The maybe if if you can't accept the worst offense, by far the least unattractive offense in the NFL. There is not a I don't even want to say star player. There's not a household name. I don't know what word I'm trying to find, but <laughs> any other team. I was watching the Bengals and Browns game. The Bengals have players on offense. The, the Browns have players on offense. Every other they're just they just don't have players who can make plays. Besides, this Cam, reminds- and Cam's not making plays. No. So that's not good. 
It reminds me of watching the Celtics when it was just Paul Pierce and then like the next best player was Yuri Welsh. Not great. <laughs> Seriously, who do you, who do you think is the best player on offense on the Patriots? Uh uh probably either Damian Harris, the running night. back, or Demir Bird. I was gonna say Damian Harris. Absolutely. I'd say <laughs> Damian Harris or James White. Yeah. It's not Julian Edelman anymore. You and I, no, you, me, and Ari had as many targets as Julian Edelman in the first half yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then we tried, eh, turned into interception. But it's like, <laughs> they're just not a sexy offense. And the most demoralizing part, a few, a few demoralizing things from yesterday. The game itself was awful, okay? It didn't help. We were also playing Jimmy G, who didn't play well, but still fucking lit us up. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile at every possible opportunity to cut into the Bucks game, they did. <laughs> One of which was a touchdown to Gronk. Um, let's see. Twice. What? Yep. It wasn't great seeing Debo Samuel, who we passed on to pick Nikhil Harry, mm-hmm. have been, have by his standards, an average game, by Nikhil Harry's standards, would have been the best game of his career. Oh, he would have retired if he had and a game like that. He would have literally, <laughs> he would have taken his jersey off and threw it up into the rafters himself if he yeah. had Debo Samuel's game yesterday. And then in the nightcap, um, I know he was, in, D- DK Metcalf wasn't drafted. Uh, yeah, he was drafted. Oh, after, yes, he was. Uh, he was. He was drafted after Nikhil Harry, too. Yeah. And Debo, I think, for that matter. It's just like, what are we doing? Like, what is the plan here? And then Twitter was a, I'm glad we had Twitter yesterday. Twitter was like a comforting place to be during this Patriots loss. Cause eventually <laughs> it was just laughable. Yeah. <laughs> eventually it was like, all right, not only are we not going to win this game, but I think this team genuinely stinks. At mm-hmm. least the offense does. Um, and the defense didn't look much better either, but I don't know. I said the whole time. So okay, the Kansas city game. Okay. There's a number of valid excuses for the Kansas city game. Okay. We get a week. I don't want to call it a week off. We had the COVID week and then we played Denver. And even that game, there were valid excuses coming off COVID, Cam didn't practice, whatever. This was the real test. And boy, did they get a big fat F on this test yeah. back. There's nothing good about this game. Because even Jared Stidham looked like like poo-poo. Yeah, he what was the best what was the best part of the game? Damian Harris had a few good runs. <laughs> kind of good, right? I'm trying to think like of any possible rushing. highlights. Um did the pass get a couple turnovers? Did the defense a get a couple turnovers? They had a pick. Yeah, okay. Cordy had a pick. Um, apparently, Stefan Gilmore's on the trading block. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else good came from it. That's how fucking crazy A couple of nice punts, actually, turn. I think. A, a couple clean snaps to the punter. Oh. I'll say that. They got an A-plus in the long snapping game. Yeah. Right uh, on the money. And they punted a lot. <laughs> Dude, that's going to even hold on to the fucking ball a lot. Nah, bro. No. Cam just doesn't look good when he throws the football. Mm -mm. He doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. It's not. It looks like like a lot of people have been talking about his mechanics today. I saw that they were saying that he didn't throw to his left side at all or to his right. I can't remember which direction. Shit, what side he threw to. Yeah. I think (laughs) my mechanic has better mechanics than Cam Newton. I would. My auto mechanic. Yeah. yeah. And you he's don't mechanical. even go to a chain. No, I got a guy. He's under the, under the table payments. Yeah. Decent mechanic, decent auto mechanic, 
above average quarterback mechanics, believe it or not. <laughs> and I bet if, if you were to, to reverse both of their roles, Cam Newton's mechanic mechanics would definitely be far worse than your mechanics mechanics. I think Cam Newton's auto mechanics would far exceed his quarterback mechanics yesterday. Oh, yeah. I, I would be more comfortable driving my car 100 yards than letting Cam drive my offense 100 yards. That's not even a debate anymore. I'd rather him go downhill with my car than with the football. <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually an excellent segue. Um, unless there's anything else you want to touch on the Patriots. I just think, I just think I'll, I get sure. I'll give him another week. Why not? They're going to play Buffalo. I think they're going to lose. I'm not kidding. I'm not be, I'm not, this isn't hyperbole. I think the headline writes itself. The Jets could get their first win against the Patriots. They play him in two weeks. It, the stars are aligning for that to happen. When that happens, like the great Mark Cuban once said, I'm out. Like I've seen enough. Tear it down. Do what you got to do. I'll watch every game. I'll root. Like I said this yesterday on Twitter, like saying the Patriots stink has nothing to do with being a Patriots fan. Like I was pumped for the second half. I want them to win. I want them to win the Super Bowl. I just don't see it. Because look at the one, the one o'clock game on national TV was Steelers-Titans. They aren't hanging around with the Steelers or the Titans. Or the Ravens. Or the Chiefs. Or any I of think, those guys. They're not, yeah, not going to do it. Unless they make it their run defense. I feel like Derrick Henry could drag the entire 11 players on, on the Pats to the end zone. Yeah. And then dance like with them on his shoulders. They could they could benefit from playing with like nine guys on offense and like doing ro- subs and rotation to keep like the stamina <laughs> high and be and be cool. They'll be fine. <laughs> We're good. Maybe they take a maybe just um like get rid of the middleman and have McDaniel's actually play. Why does he have to call the place? Just fucking get in there and so see what he headset. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, and, and again, like, I don't think that comes off as being a hater. Like, no, they, they fucking make, suck. They do right now at this moment in time, they stink. But to their benefit, I think they happen to have the, the most well-run, well-coached organization in football. So they can, they can coach themselves to like seven to nine, eight and eight. But I was going through the schedule earlier today. Seven wins is going to be tough. Five more wins is going to be tough. Because they have Buffalo twice. Um, I think at best, that's a split. They have the Jets twice, which they can win. They still have Baltimore. They still have the Rams. Who else did I see? They still have the Cardinals. Uh, Dolphins again. Like, it's, 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 it's not easy. <laughs> like it's, that's going to be a stretch. Eight and eight, I think, would be a, a phenomenal feat. Unless something crazy happens and they change something. But I can't picture a player they bring in. And also, I don't think they're going to be buyers at the deadline. I don't think they can justify that. If if no. they if they bought him out as sellers at the deadline, which I'll, I'd understand, then you you have to change your expectations. If they trade Steph Gilmore for a first rounder. I, I would take that. That's fine. Because if they trade someone for a first rounder and get their actual first round pick, that's that's two pretty good picks. But they stink at drafting, so it kind of balances <laughs> out. <laughs> Wait, who's the other team in the NFC West that they need to play? Seahawks, Niners, Cardinals, oh, and who's the last point. one? The Rams. They play the Rams. I said that. Oh, okay. That's oh, a loss. <laughs> Cardinals yeah. is a loss. Yep. Um, oh, and they go, my bad. Back to back weeks, I'm pretty sure they go to the Chargers. No, it can't be back to back weeks, but I'm pretty sure they play at the Chargers and at the Rams. Those are losses. Hmm. So yeah. they're 
they might go fucking two and 14. <laughs> nah, I think they'll go. And anyway, this goes back to my original point. When we filmed that first episode after they signed Cam, I said, before they signed Cam, I saw this team as, as a six, seven, maybe eight win team. And I think we kind of have Cam blinders on where they signed Cam and people were saying 11 and five, 12 and four. Not, no chance. Not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. He tried. He, pl- I th- he played well certain games, but you can't argue the last two weeks. It's just not good quarterback play. It's not, it's not, it doesn't warrant starting quarterback play in the NFL. I definitely didn't like it if you're pressing me for an opinion. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd like to hear your take on it. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway. Jeff Garcia had a take on it. Great, great segue. Um, <laughs> Jeff Garcia just broke it down. Um, as, as soon as Cam starts dressing differently, we'll go to the playoffs. Uh, yeah. He, that, not- the actual quote he had was odd. Uh, when he hinted at like the, the locker room should like throw him in like the, the laundry bin and like wheel him to and from the arena. So no one sees him. That's, mm-hmm. that's interesting. That, that was getting to the point where he knew that he had a sound bite and he was like, Oh yeah. I'm going to fucking fire everything out of the chamber. Yeah. No, there were a lot of takes on it. Um, I don't know. I thought about this this morning too. <laughs> Remember the, I, I didn't, I didn't Google this. So you know who might call us out for this, but. Oh boy. Jeff Garcia is not gay, right? But there were rumors that T.O. thought he was gay or there were rumors that he was gay. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> there were rumors because T.O. came out and accused him of being gay. <laughs> That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> All right, just make, I want to make sure I have my facts straight. <laughs> yeah, he's, he was like, if it smells like a duck and walks like a duck, which Michael was gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I nothing against ducks or gay people <laughs> or To, yeah, <laughs> or Jeff Garcia. Um, but yeah, that's that's call it how you want. That's my lasting memory of Jeff Garcia, the gay rumors. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that speaks for itself. As to his credibility to critique quarterbacks, but imagine if your you, job man, was like that, where yeah. it's like if you had a bad month, hey, why don't you dress better, you stupid fuck? <laughs> you're gonna say like if I started getting like gay accusations, <laughs> but no, your, yours makes a lot more sense. Um, and dude, again, this is just Patriots blinders on, but I can see them coming out and beating the Bills next week. Like I, can I could see too, which would be hilarious because that's they're leading the AFC East. They rope you right back in. Like that's what they do. And then we go out and squash the Bills. Then we're what four and three, four and four. And then if they beat one of those better teams I mentioned, like the Cardinals or the Rams, or imagine if they beat the Ravens to go like six and four or whenever that game is, like to go above five hundred. Wait a minute, the Pats right now are two are only two, two and four? four. Yep. Okay, that's yep. not as bad as I thought. It's not like they could. Either, I they thought could they were two the, and five, so it's not that much. Better, they could win but, the. They could win the AFC East. Yeah, it, it it matters what happens with the Bills. That's going to play a big yeah. part in like not just the the standings, but definitely giving mm-hmm. them confidence. And the Bills like played like shit against the Jets. Yeah, they almost lost to the Jets. Very that was point. just a field goal game the whole yeah. time. Very good point. Field goals were hot this weekend. Field goals were great this weekend. But let let's move on. Um, I think we're on a conclusion as where the Patriots are. Figure it yeah. out. See what happens next week. If they sell at the deadline, it's probably a good good inkling as to which direction they're going. Ring number seven. Yeah. 
where do we go next? I, I say we go down to our friend Tyler in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that game was crazy, dude. So I do have a something I want to mention on that game. So Lion, uh, Lions-Falcons game, part of that crazy witching hour. And I said this before, I'm going to be pissed, bro. So I'm, pay- I'm playing uh, my wife Ari in fantasy this week. She has Todd Gurley. It's a close game right now. I'm up six. And by the time this airs, uh, it might be decided unless you listen to it later tonight or early Tuesday morning. I'm up six and she has Chicago defense. So it could be a very close game. If I lose on an accidental Todd Gurley touchdown, I'm going to be pissed. (laughs) That's not cool. But what's crazy about that scenario is so they were up two. The Falcons were up two with like a minute left, maybe Mm -hmm. a little over a minute left, right? Gurley yeah. gets a wide open and fill me in here. Did they let Gurley like go? Cause he looked wide open running into the end zone or that just happened to be how it was. I think once he got to the line of scrimmage and, and they realized, oh, I know that, but like from the 10 yard line out, like, did they say, fuck it? Like, yeah, yeah, forward? yeah, really? Okay. Jesus Christ. So, and again, I don't always follow this logic, but what the argument is people said he should have taken a knee at the one they were up. They were up to or down, down two. They were down two. Mm-hmm. So the game, they weren't taking, they weren't leading. So they were down to logic or people say you should take an knee at the one, run the clock down, kick a game winning field goal. Mm-hmm. I have a couple arguments against that. Well, rewind. He didn't do that. He, like, he tried to and then fell into the end zone. And one of the great shots of the season is going to be Gurley falling in the end zone and the Lions player signaling touchdown mm-hmm. like for him. Yeah. So, immediately like celebrating crazy. So he, so he, he scores. So Lions go up uh, six plus they go up five with the extra point. Even if you miss uh, the extra yeah. point, you're up four. So right. that means Detroit needs a touchdown, not a field goal. So on what planet, and this isn't a good look for the Falcons, on what planet like, do you have the confidence you're banking on Detroit to lead a one-minute charge down the field and score a touchdown? That just never, that didn't like make sense with me. How is that the best case scenario? <laughs> Couple that with how awful the kicking's been in the NFL this year. Like, how no are you guarantee. confident? That's what I mean. Like, how are you confident you're losing? And instead of scoring a touchdown that would guarantee you the lead, you're banking on. So it's the same argument both ways. If you're the Falcons, you're banking on passing on a touchdown to kick a field goal to win when kickers stink. And if you're Detroit, you're banking on letting him score. So Matt Stafford can lead a a one minute drive to score a touchdown, not even a field goal, which is crazy to me. That's why I didn't get it. I was like, why is this such a big deal? Hold on, I'm looking at it right now. So, yeah. So he had the score like, right. It was 16 14. That kind of confidence. The Falcons were yeah, down 16, one. 14. The Falcons were no, down, down two. Sorry, they were down two. They scored a touchdown. They converted the two point conversion to go up. Oh, they went six. For two. Good call. So they Good so call. they went up six. And obviously at that point, like um, it, Alliance a, needed a touchdown to win the game. But they would have either way, even if they miss and were up down four, they would have needed a touchdown to win. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yep. That's crazy. You're the Lions. Like, that's the that's what you're banking on. I guess either way, it stinks, right? Because it's going to be a short field goal or you have to score a touchdown. But I thought, I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was a little overplayed where it's like Todd Gurley lost the game because in retrospect, they got a lucky buzzer beater touchdown (laughs) to win the game. Mm hmm. 
but Atlanta stinks. <laughs> I just got our season going. Another shout out to Tyler, good friend of the program. It's like I've never seen a team that bad who has like such good players. Yeah, like Julio Jones is a Hall of Famer. Matt mm-hmm. Ryan, you could argue, might get Hall of Fame votes. Calvin Ridley is a top three fantasy wide receiver. Mm, I guess everyone else thinks, <laughs> but it's like they, that team doesn't look like a one in seven team or a one in not one in seven, one in whatever they are team. No, but, usually like um, I feel like in any sport where you have a few big offensive threats, yeah. you're at least a 500 team Put it because you can't figure it out on the defensive end and whatever, but like literally any sport. Yeah. Put it this way. Look at that Falcons offense compared to the Patriots offense. Right. It's not even close, dude. Julio, Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley versus Seth Myers and uh, Marvin Harry or whoever they have on the Patriots. Lining up. <laughs> it's like, it just, A, that shows how sad the Falcons are. And then it just comes back to show me that this Patriots offense stinks. And not going to name any names, but, you know, I famously went back and forth with a friend of the program on Twitter after the Chiefs game. And I was like, I think this offense stinks. <laughs> and Griff, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, he said, nope, great rushing attack. Wait till Cam comes back. Wait till they get back to normal. You'll see. All right. I haven't seen the touchdown since, but whatever. You're right. We'll see. See how it goes. An open forum if said person wants to come on and talk about it. But yeah. I don't know. Congrats on the baby, but there's <sighs> more important things to talk about. Definitely more important things to talk about. Maybe like, that's what was going on in his head that day. Um, the other one I want to touch on from the witching hour was Browns Bengals. Yeah. Oh, there we are. Sorry. Uh, Browns Bengals was the other one I want to touch on. Boy, uh, the Browns got blown out by Baltimore, blown out by pittsburgh and they had another buzzer beater against the bengals and apparently baker mayfield's an mvp candidate and the browns are going to the championship i won't they buy are, what are they Can't. five and two now damn actually i think so yeah they have a pretty good record um but and i know you're a baker May- mayfield fantasy owner um and you have baker mayfield fantasies but i still mm-hmm. think he stinks I think he's terrible. <laughs> he is a lot of hype. He is like, no, that's a terrible. I was going to say he's like the Drake of the NFL, like a lot of hype, but Drake actually makes very successful music. Mm-hmm. So that's a terrible analogy. I don't know who he is, um, but it's like, I don't know, bro. Like he, there was a point Twitter was ready to bench him. And then he lights up the Bengals, similar to every other quarterback in the NFL. And here we go. Browns are back and OBJ's out for the year. That kind of stinks. Hey, nothing. Nothing's a resume builder. Nothing builds your resume quite like uh, playing the Bengals. No, and for OBJ's case, nothing builds your resume like multiple season-ending injuries. Jesus Christ! Talk about a high ticket on that guy next year. Boy, ACL, right? Very same. I did. I did see a pretty funny tweet that was something like, "There's never been a time where someone mentioned an ACL and it was a good thing." That. I saw that too. <laughs> like we're which is very true. News. Yeah, very negative muscle or tendon. <laughs> excuse me. If there's any medical folks listening, it's um, like um, it's like something that I said about presidents and referees in sports, which is that <laughs> they're the only time they're doing a good job is when you don't notice them. 
if you notice them, it means something's yeah. gone wrong. Excellent. ACLs, presidents, and sports referees. And offensive linemen. Like the only time yes. you hear about an O line is when he gets blown up or gets a flag. Yep. Um, and they arguably may have like the most grueling position in football, but I, I, I'm just going through my notes now I made for tonight to get right into it. Um, I just realized we went 40 minutes off the rails, somewhat off the rails, but anyway, going back to the Detroit game, those Detroit uniforms are, are, are in fact hot trash, right? Those all grays. Yeah. You don't like those, do you? No, I hate those. I didn't, I didn't, that had like soapy, like absurd hot take written all over it. Like, those are fire. <laughs> Like those are the wire season two of the NFL, uniforms. <laughs> which no, and I are, like their, but not to you. I like their original uniforms. I like both of their, uh, well, no, yeah. I don't, the blues are fine, but I like their home, uh, or away like whites usually. I see you. Okay. My bad. What'd you say about their originals? I, I like their, their normal, um, away whites. Yeah. Those are, those are all right. Those are okay, I guess. But um, grays, those just remind me of when the Celtics went with like the sleeve jerseys. Yep. Hideous. It's just blah. Yeah, it looks like gross. It's Very gross. Very grotesque. Um, what else? I'm just gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna like read verbatim my notes. So Todd Gurley touchdown. Lions have the confidence to be happy about giving up lead and coming back for a touchdown, question mark. With all <laughs> the kicks missed this year, question mark. Baker pumped about Baker pumped about barely beating the Bengals. <laughs> Pat stink. Cam stinks. They're going to trade Gilmore. Oh, this is the next part. Brady looks good. And unfortunately, so does Gronk. That hurts. Because I think Gronk's back. Like, Gronk has back-to-back weeks where he looks like Gronk. He looks enough like Gronk to justify signing Gronk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Apparently, he looks good enough to justify signing A.B., you hear me yeah yeah um yeah so it's not just like the the touchdowns but he's had yeah consecutive games with i know he had five or six catches last night and i want to say six or seven the previous weekend so he's doing numbers in a pretty star driven offense yeah Speaking of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense, that's a good segue too, if I do say so myself. Yeah. They, um, they signed, all I saw was they signed AB. I haven't dug deep into who, they, who it was. I'm assuming, off the top of my head, I'm assuming it was. Um, I've got a guess. Go for it. Uh, I think it's Arthur Blank. The Falcons owner. <laughs> Did you see some of the memes come out of Arthur Blank after that game? <laughs> Dude, it's so funny watching sports and like really being on Twitter the way that we are the past couple months where yeah. it's like as soon as I saw that cutaway to Arthur Blank and it yeah. was legitimately for a second that he was on the screen. I was like, that's going to be a meme in I 20 minutes. Yeah. Someone's going to meme that. I didn't see the original. Um whatever the original content but i saw the memes yeah dude he literally looks like a villain out of like um like rocky and bullwinkle (laughs) like freeing someone i saw one good one it was like it was like arthur blank looks like the guy who just tied like a damsel in distress onto a set of train tracks (laughs) in a rocky and bullwinkle cartoon (laughs) 
I saw one where it was like um it was him, but they they put it into black and white filter. It was yeah. PFT. This is years ago, but the yeah. guy looks the fucking same all the time. Like mm-hmm. sketchy mustache, old guy. Looks like he's from the forties, but very PFT, snappy suits. Every yeah, time. very snappy suits. Like three plus piece suits. <laughs> yeah, minimum three. <laughs> Big shoulders on that guy too. But mm-hmm. uh, PFT was like Arthur Blank looks like a waitress. <laughs> no, he looks like a waiter who works at a restaurant that only serves ghosts. <laughs> Which is a great line. He looks, yeah, he looks like a bad guy from like an uh, a freeform original like scary movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> or like a film noir. Yeah, film noir is exactly who he is. Like the like Tommy Gun toting like like listen here, see, <laughs> like type of guy. I might use that picture as the um the thumbnail for the episode. It's too mm. good not to. Um, and it's like he's always dressed like that. And he's always looked like that, but the the mask, the face mask, made it just to another level for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like he was wearing his face responsibly, wearing his mask. Um, but yeah, not a good look. That guy, boy, he has a tough day today. Just owning a franchise, notorious for blowing big leads. <laughs> and never, it's crazy and how bad it's gotten. Changing. It's gotten almost like spooky. Yeah. Segue into our halloween episode next next time it's gotten mm-hmm. borderline spooky like we talked <laughs> about urban legends before i think the falcons might be cursed like seriously break it down go back to that super bowl how do you not win that super bowl like something has to go haywire paranormally for you to lose that game <laughs> i don't care how good tom brady is like you shouldn't lose that game yeah that was kyle shanahan was the offensive coordinator OC. right yep and after Somehow that, got a fucking fuck job this. out of it. I'm out. <laughs> he did his part in the first half, at least. Yeah. Actually, you're they right. Decided they didn't want to run very, the ball in the second very half. Very poor clock management. I'm curious if you went back and actually went through that. If you took a knee and coffin corner punted every possession in the second half, what it, if that would have correlated to a better chance, it would actually happen. Because one of the more underrated plays in, I think, NFL history was Devontae Hightower sack and force fumble. Oh, yeah. We talked actually, friend of the program, Mark TKA, mentioned maybe it was on the show, maybe it was on Twitter. Dante Hightower has two of the greatest Super Bowl, like the two of the most slept on plays in Super Bowl history. He has mm-hmm. that sack that I, you can tangibly say, changed the out, changed the momentum of that game. And he had that tackle on Marshawn Lynch in the Seahawks Super Bowl on uh, first or second down, whenever it was, before he scored. Yep. What he could have, you know what I mean? He could have scored. And then. You know, yeah, and he got him like lunging from the side where Marshawn was like trying play. to cut to the outside at Dude, the last second. Crazy read, crazy play. Like it, the camera angle got it great because Marshawn Lynch has a wide open, wide open hold to the end zone, and then Hightower comes out of nowhere to get him by the legs and tackle him. Yep. Oh, it'd be nice to have a guy like that on the team this year. Mm. <laughs> oh, I was, I was thinking this just, just real quick. Do you think that? Yeah, I'm wondering. This is a legitimate question. Do you think that Bakers frequently beat Bengals, like in real life? Do you think I that's don't. a common occurrence? I don't, but it's an excellent segue into our Halloween episode. Okay. You shortly. <laughs> um, you mean like a human Baker versus an actual Bengal tiger? Yeah. Do you think that situation like presents itself commonly? 
Not in my hometown. <laughs> what do you think is more common for that to happen at a bakery or at a zoo? A zoo. Like 100%. They have the home court advantage. I'll put, I'll put that on the poll. No, I just think more bakers enter zoos than Bengal tigers enter, enter bakeries. Hmm. Hot that's take. a great, that's a great question. <laughs> and a great content piece for us to brainstorm going forward. What are the most likely matchups in sports mascot history? <laughs> the most realistic matchups. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. We could do some work with this one. Definitely. Um, but let, let's, I know we've kind of gone a little bit. So I'm trying to think of those games. So we touched on the Bengals, touched on the Falcons game is crazy. Oh, Steelers Titans was crazy too. Another crazy. Oh, yeah. Cause I, I, um, I was flipping between red zone and like the national locally. I had nationally, I had Steelers Titans on CBS. So I was watching that for a little bit. Um, and it was like blowout throughout the whole game. And I kept going back and forth. Titans came climbing back, climbing back, climbing back, could have won the game. And then former Patriot, uh, former guy I had a lot of confidence in, Steven Guskowski. He kind of stinks too. How's his season been? I know it's been like noteworthy, but I don't know if it's been good or bad. So I read something or I heard something, and this is without me looking it up, it's based on memory. I think his like percentage of like 50 plus yard field goals are very good. And shorter field goals are poor. I I believe me too. And I believe the one he kicked and missed on Sunday was sub 50. It was closer than 50. Mm -hmm. Which for most people, you would assume a higher percentage of successful tries. Mm -hmm. Not with Steve. Mm -mm. Not with Not so fast, Stevie. Not so fast, Steve. Um, But I feel like he stinks. I feel like he's missing a lot of noteworthy kicks. Kickers I feel bad too. for the guy because he seems back like such a nice analogy, guy. Your analogy about like you don't hear about him until they do poorly. Kickers are like one or the other. There's no such thing as like a pretty good kicker. It's like you're awesome, like Adam Vinatieri, mm-hmm. or you're someone who stinks and just misses a lot of kicks. And people fucking hate you and like send you death threats. Send you death threats. Your employer fires you. It's just never a good look. You can't miss in the NFL. Who's the guy on the Vikings? Blair Walsh. Blair Walsh. Yeah. See ya. Unemployment. There was that kid on the Bears, Parky, who missed the playoff kick. Oh, God. Send his ass packing. Like, that is, has to be one of the more un... We've talked about this before. Like, it's either the most awkward situation in sports. Like, you, your, your quote-unquote real team fights all game. They get you in a position to win. You run off the sideline and miss. And it's, like, so phony. Like, all the players, like, tapping him on the head and, like, pretending to feel bad for him. They don't give a fuck. Like, they're ready to kill this guy. Yeah. Or the opposite, like you kick a game-winning field goal, you get picked up, you get marched around the field, like you're the man for at least that day. <laughs> but yeah, if you're consistently missing, not even consistently, if you're kicking like, I don't know, 60%, eh, 50-50 at worst, not good job security. You got to be nervous driving into work every Sunday. <laughs> yeah, you, you always have to have your resume ready just in case. Yeah. Imagine if a kicker did like Guskowski showed up to the game with his resume, like, mm. and then after the game ended, just walked over to the, like the Steelers bench and was like, "Hey guys, um, like if you wanted to introduce anyone, myself, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you noticed me, but um, number three, um, it's like um, they show like a uh, 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 angle, you know, facing the players, and it's like all the quarterbacks and QB coaches on like their tablets, and then." 
the kicker as well, but then they flip to the reverse angle and it's just a kicker on like LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) Or he's, he's doing like an actual interview. Having some microphone issues this evening. Mm. Could be worse. Um, could be. Anyway, so let let's wrap wrap that up. I, we didn't really get too much into the AB stuff. Seriously, what what were your thoughts on the um, AB signing? I mean, it doesn't look like they really need him, so it feels like feels like they're just know. trying to appease Tom Brady. And yeah, uh, it just seems weird because <clears throat> um, originally Bruce Arians said that he didn't want Tom. Uh, Antonio Brown or Gronk, yeah. like when the season mm-hmm. started. He basically said as much, but yeah, he now he's changing course. It's not his team anymore. And I think that's fair. I mean, I think at this point, Brady, you signed Brady for maybe two years. Like, let him do what he wants. If this is what he wants and you can do it, just fucking do it. You know what I mean? Like, how yeah, are you going to argue that? You're how trying to win a Super Bowl, and it looks like you're, you're possibly on your way. Buccaneers franchise organization are going to argue that? It's like. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, Tom, like we've been doing things a certain way for 20 years now. Let's, let's, let's continue that. It's like, no, I've, I've got a handful of rings. I I'd like to get this guy on my team, but again, it just goes back to like watching the Patriots game, how infuriating that was because we had this guy in house and he wasn't asking the world of the Patriots. He wanted a respectable contract and he wanted some weapons around him Mm -hmm. and we let him fucking walk and he's getting a, uh, respectable deal. He's not the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, but he's getting a, a, I think a fair deal and he's getting what he wants for players around him. And that team is substantially better than the Patriots. And that's how it goes. Oh my God. I, <clears throat> yeah, it's I not wish even they close played this year. I wish they played this year because I, I think, I think Brady would throw 10 touchdowns if they play this year, <laughs> especially I, if it was in Foxborough with fans. Oh my God. I think they're scheduled to play next year, but in Tampa Bay. Like I, really? I think that the I think the Pats play the NFC South next year, but I think they could play this year in Tampa Bay. Mm. They won't. A good point. They won't. <laughs> <laughs> they could. No, I mean that team is starting to come around. Like I said, like Gronk, I think is maybe he's not Gronk, but he is by far a better tight end than anyone on the Patriots. Um, it's a scary thought where. Chris Godwin could be a number three receiver in, in Tampa Bay. Yeah. And our number three receiver is I'm pretty sure Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah. That, that's if he like, that's if the pass gets tipped at the line and Cam just has to fucking catch it again himself. Yep. Yep. But I don't know. AB is different. Cause it's not like he's coming off injury. His feet might still be a little fucked up, but he's not coming off a serious <laughs> injury. He's just got to get comfortable with the playbook. Maybe get like some game reps under him. I think I said I saw the earliest he could go back is week nine against the Saints. Um, I bet they'll throw him up for some plays just to get some game speed and some reps. But by like week ten or eleven, I think he'll be he'll be back to normal. He might not be the best receiver in the league, but he's going to be a good receiver. He's going to yeah, be a good I, piece. I, I I'm sure he's going to be healthy. He just needs to be less domestic assaulty. If he could cut, he could cut back on the domestic assaults yeah. <laughs> and sure. less, less, less gassy in front of his doctor, <laughs> less, less, you know, less farts on his doctor, more 
I don't know. More, more yards after the catch. <laughs> <laughs> Less gas, more yak. It would be a better, <laughs> uh, a good goal for him this year. But dude, just look like last year. Like that one game he played against Miami, he scored. He looked like he was having fun. Mm-hmm. That was a fun time. I'll, I'll never like allow myself to forget that image on the bench of Tom Brady, Josh Gordon, Antonio Brown, and Julian Edelman, and Josh McDaniels. And then fast forward to less than a year from then to Jared Stidham, <laughs> Jacoby Myers, Dalton Keene, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. Fucking De- Devin Asiazi. Gunnar Olszewski. <laughs> Dude, oh, that was actually one of the highlights that I was going to say earlier when you were asking, like, did I remember any positive plays? And I was going to say the, the Gunnar Olszewski, um, like, kick return. It oh, looked promising cool. from the original angle, and then he fucking lost the ball when he got tackled. He got fucking, like, helicoptered and lost the ball, and I was like, hmm, that's great. I think that's how it's going to go for the foreseeable future. It's hey. unfortunate. But hey, I mean, I don't know. It is what it is. I mean, we got lucky here for a while. And again, it's like they could come, they could very well come back and beat Buffalo. I really think they can. If they get blown out by Buffalo, it's like, okay, like this is, you have to start being realistic. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they, if they get blown out by Buffalo, that's what it is. Um, it, which I'm fine with. I just, I just need to know which way we're going with this thing. Mm-hmm. Like if they come out and beat Buffalo by double digits, I'm, I'm going to be a little frustrated because it's like, okay, like, what are we doing here? Right. I need to know what's going on. I don't know what to expect. Yeah. Like, is this a middling team or is this a team that's going to like try to get a high draft pick? I think I'd rather stink. I'd rather stay. I'd rather go like five and 11 than eight and eight, nine and seven and lose in the wild card round. Oh, yeah. Thank you. They're, yeah. they're not winning the Super Bowl. That's not even a conversation. Mm. Like I said, unless something crazy happens, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. Um, Mark, I my did words. see there, thing, there's only like, one thing that like, could happen recorded because mark my words between me and you, they're not winning the Super Bowl. The only thing that I think that would maybe change my mind, eh, not winning they the Super Bowl, Julio? But, huh? They trade for Julio Jones or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, they, people were talking about they trade the team to the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur Blank is the new owner. <laughs> Yeah, owners could do that. Just like a legit, like I'll trade you my team for your team. We get the Falcons, they get the Patriots, and then we just go from there. Yeah, it's fifty three for salary cap league. Salary salary cap league, so the money checks out. Yeah, just hey, let's let's swap, see what happens. I don't know. I I, I did see one tweet. I don't. I did see a tweet that said. This is typically the time of year where Belichick would make a come to Jesus type move where it's like, all right, guys, like this is me sending the message slash we need good players. So I'd like to get some. It's four weeks. It was Kansas City, bye week, Broncos, and now this week. I saw that too. People were comparing it to like we're on to Cincinnati game. It's not the same thing because that team was substantially better anyway. Like you could argue that team was way better. Plus that was one bad game. This has been a month of poo-poo. Oh, no. I'm, I'm saying like it would 53. be. <laughs> I'm saying it would be. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Go- Rangoons for the goons. We'll have poo-poo platter for 53, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that this would be the time where he would make like a, a transactional move. Yeah, I, know. I don't even know. What? What's who even, the fuck? What? What's who best would want any player on our team besides Gilmore? 
and he's draft not having the best picks. year. Draft picks. <clears throat> they would take picks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm moving on. I'm waiting till there's no point in theorizing. Wait till next week. See what happens. Go from there. Um, I swear, if they give up Matthew Slater, I'm I'm done being a fan of this team. They wouldn't do that. They honestly wouldn't do that. It's not worth. It's not worth it. They seriously, they seriously wouldn't. Like Belichick loves. No, I know. Him. I know. And the fan base does too. They wouldn't do that. <laughs> um, not to say we don't love Steph Gilmore, but he's he's without a shadow of a doubt our like best prospect to trade. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, did you want to touch on, did you have thoughts on the John Wall interview? <laughs> Not to totally change <laughs> subjects in like five minutes or less. Um, I want to make sure we hit on our basketball audience. Uh, well, it was a football interview. <laughs> and we I'd know say, two about interviews. I, I'd say I, I would like to touch on that interview, but I am in the middle of a game of rummy right now. So <laughs> excellent segue. Excellent joke. Um, I'll just be I'll just put it out there. So, and and you're in the middle of a game of strip poker for the audio. Yeah, I'm not doing well from the from the camera down. I'm not doing well at all. No, um, don't start playing, from the I'm bottom. Just, I'm just playing on the computer, playing against myself. <laughs> um, so John Wall was on. It was TJ, not TJ. Uh, Field Yates. Yep. So was it like fantasy football now or one of something like that? Yeah. I don't know why John Wall wasn't being interviewed. I think he was being interviewed. They do like they call it like a fan like from a local fan base. I don't know what his local fan base is. If it's Washington, who gives a fuck? Right. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, so the camera cuts on him. He's playing. Oh, steady. he's a Cowboys fan, which okay. fucking everyone is. I, again, I great. Um, so he's playing spades with people or by himself? With people, for sure. Okay, Because I, I almost, I was thinking solitaire, like where you can play solitaire by yourself. Yeah. I think that would have been more disrespectful. Just playing an interview, just playing a game by yourself while yeah. at least if there's other people, it's like, hey, like I got to do this shit. But um, and then there was one point where he was basically like, can you repeat the question off the record? I was in the middle of a hand of spades and I wasn't listening to what you had to say to me. Dude, and he waited until the very end of the question, which was yeah. like a 45 second question, which in terms of questions is very long. And then TJ Yates, uh, why do you keep calling him TJ Yates? Field Yates repeated it, but paraphrased it for like five seconds. Like, I think, I yeah. think he was pissed. I think or, so understandably, too. Understandably, like mm-hmm. Field Yates has, he's, he's, he's earned his stripes. He's a, he's a, oh, he's a big name. Reputable journalist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's 14, but he, <laughs> he should command a room during an interview. I can't imagine Certainly if didn't. Scott Hansen did that to us, I would have, I would have been peeved. I'd have, yeah, I, I didn't want to say this with him, but like I know you just worked out, Scott. I know you're in incredibly great shape. Yeah. You didn't you couldn't take five seconds to maybe like shower or put the towel down or something. It's like respect, I was say, the, respect the game. Yeah. His hair was a little game. askew. I was like, come on, dude. Act, act like I'm not gonna there. lie. Like his energy could have been a little higher. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's a little flat during that interview. Um that's obviously a joke because that was probably the most high energy person I've ever spoken to in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. We were both saying off the air for, yeah. I was ready for, to run through a brick wall after that yeah. interview. Yeah. Thank I God was, my house is made out of traditional, I don't wood. <laughs> if mm. this house is made out of bricks, I'm calling my insurance agent the next day because I'm running through my front wall. Dude. I, I went outside and ran through my neighbor's house. Yeah. I heard. I ran through their siding. And he wasn't thrilled. No. <laughs> Um, and I bet, yeah. So yeah, we'll <laughs> end it there. John Wall, kind of a douche, 
but I've always kind of thought John Wall was kind of a douche. Yeah. He's a, always been like just a, a cocky arrogant, guy in general. Yeah. For a guy who's good, not that good. His team certainly hasn't done anything. You ever uh, see that picture of him? Um, I think, I think they just happened to use it after he signed the contract extension. I don't think that they oh, took it at that time. Contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they, oh, they took know. the picture, and dude, it, he looked like he was on Pluto. Like oh, eyes. He gets high. He gets high <laughs> all the time. He's high all the time. <laughs> he's on some good shit. Yeah, he's on that Wizards pack big time. time. <laughs> dude, his eyes couldn't have been puffier in that picture. Oh. And he also dude. looked like like he was 30 pounds heavier from fucking munchies or something. But Not yeah, that was hilarious. Him just like when uh, Field Yates was trying to talk to him, John Wall's just looking um, over the camera, clearly looking at the person across the table and like mm-hmm. tapping, tapping on the table, being like, yeah, yeah I'll take two more. Hey, draw four, son. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't even know how to play spades, but it sounds cool. Either. It does sound cool. I'd like to learn. Um, yeah, not a good look. I, I think I think Bradley Beal just needs to get out of there. He's way too good to be stuck in Washington with that goober. Because I think the I think would you agree Bradley Beal is a better player than John Wall? Yeah, I think that's the consensus. But I also think the perceived consensus is John Wall is better or like has been. Yeah, Bradley I think Beal John Wall. Year. I think John, John Wall thinks people think John Wall is better. Yeah. Um, people think John Wall's better. I happen to know Bradley Beal's better. <laughs> and I, I know Bradley Beal wants to get the fuck out of there. That's hey, one wall that I bet Bradley Beal would love to run through. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> I, think, I think you just get John Wall really high, trade Bradley Beal for Allie McBeal, and see if John Wall notices. I don't think he would. I don't think he would either. And quite frankly, I don't think the city of Washington would either. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's accurate. For some reason, that franchise sort of stinks. At least they have a at least they have a team name. That Washington franchise does. <laughs> and buddy, you've done your part. You've tried to help oh out that God. Washington football team. For <laughs> The, the, finally, the the football team went on Twitter and was like, if you guys have any suggestions for us, feel free to send them our way. And I tweeted back at them and I was like, you don't have to tell me Sending twice. now. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't heard back. Pick your inbox. All right. So, yeah, let's, uh, let, let's wrap up there. Crazy Sunday. Patriots stink. Antonio Brown's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Falcons they, still big stink. Pitiful. Pitiful. Um, what else? Baker Mayfield, I think stinks. Arthur um, Blank, funny looking guy. Scary looking guy. Yeah. Dangerous guy. He looks Jeff like Vincent Lee. Price. Who's that? The old like 50s horror movie. Basically everyone that we described. Does he have like the little mustache? Yeah, he's the not, one that not does the, the... Li- not the little mustache. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that one. A little mustache. You know what I'm talking about? The fit thin mustache. Yes. Yeah, he's the one that does the, the crazy maniacal laugh in the thriller song. Oh, yes. Yep. Very resemblant of a blank. <laughs> um, they used to have that old game show. I'm drawing a blank. You remember that show? Yeah, on Nickelodeon? <laughs> Nick at night. But yes. He looks like oh. a monster. He looks like a monster's character. <laughs> <laughs> or an Adams family character. He looks like he was like he was stuck in like a, a black and white portal and was recently released into color 
a handful of years ago and hasn't realized it yet. I can't imagine that when he sees someone using like a like an iPhone, I think he thinks he's in the future or something. It's like a bomb detonator. Yeah. And he's he's interested. <laughs> I was going to say he asked people to put those away if they like pull it out during a meeting. Like, mm, do you, do you, I'm not do you sure know who I'm is. talking about? The bad guy from Rocky and Bullwinkle. He looks just like him. Let me I'm going to Google Please. that really quickly. Please do. This Let's is worth see. if 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 listeners want to hop off now, that's fine. But <laughs> so, you should Google this. Villain Rocky and Bullwinkle. It was like a couple. oh yes, right. Show it to the camera. Boris Badenov. That's Arthur Blank. <laughs> yeah, Arthur Badenov. Yep, that's Arthur. Blank Boris Blank. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, fill in the blank. Oh my God! Yeah, this is an even better picture. He's got. For the listeners, he's got like an Abraham Lincoln top hat on and his mustache is super out of this world. Yeah. Handlebar on point. Look at that chin. His chin is like the end of a uh, like a chicken drumstick. Mm -hmm. Teeth like piano keys. That guy is the shit. I like that guy. I could fuck with that guy. (laughs) I do fuck with that guy. Oh, this is a different villain. Also from what Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. You know this guy's name? No, let me see. His name is Snidely Whiplash. <laughs> the guy you just showed? Yeah. That's who, I, that's who I was thinking. Not Boris. But the other guy does still kind of resemble him. But that, that's the Arthur Blank Ives character I was yeah. uh, thinking of. Th- so, this might uh, have to be the, uh, the thumbnail. Maybe, maybe we'll crop both of them together. Yeah, yeah. Good shit. Um, and then the listeners won't get it for an hour into it. But anyway, <laughs> no. Um, that's it for us tonight. Next episode, we will dive into some Halloween stuff. I think this Halloween is going to look a little different than usual, but we'll still have some fun either way. So uh, with that being said, um, I guess we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. We out of here, baby. We out of here, baby. We out of here, baby. Swag out of honey climbing, baby. Yeah. Lights of a dawn, lights keep glowing. Coming in the club with that fresh shit on, with something crazy on my own. Uh-uh-uh. Here's another hit, Barry Bond.